Welcome to Therapy and Technology. I'm your host, Jessica Bullock. Join us as we have this conversation regarding technology and how it's integrated into our daily counseling profession. Hey, everyone. This is my last recording for the year. I don't know how I feel about it because we're about to go into another decade. But I am excited. That I know I do feel. I'm excited because we are on the brink of some great things happening in therapy and technology. And for today's episode, I wanted to discuss a lot of what will be happening happening in the next decade for psychotherapy. I've been reading articles, looking at websites, uh, going to the SAMHSA website. I've just been just digging in. And the five predictions that I pulled out from all the, all of the research that I've done, I think that it's all very interesting. I'm not going to front on some of these articles and some of the stuff I was reading. I was like, oh my gosh, are they trying to replace us? Are they trying to replace therapists? (laughs) But the more I kept reading, the more I realized that for every article you find or every published piece of uh, news that you find that supports, you know, AI replacing people, you'll find another one that strongly admonishes against it. So I was very happy with um, the predictions, though, that are in place for the next decade. We've had some great things happen this past decade, some awesome apps that were created, some awesome platforms that were created. And um, I'm going to jump right in to discuss a little bit about what the future holds in the next decade for mental health. There are so many articles out here, guys, so many that are predicting what we see or what we may see coming down the pipe in regards to uh, mental health. But we must be very aware that if we don't jump on board to embrace technology, the bottom line is that we will surely be left uh, left behind. Because even as I'm speaking right now, I know that there are scientists and futurists who are creating and developing and thinking and plotting and as exciting as it is, it almost makes you want to <laughs> like go back to school all over again to relearn this. But trust me, there are so many training programs out there. This episode is not for that. But let's try to reframe the way we think about technology and how it's integrated into uh, counseling, our counseling profession as an additive, as something that's really great and just really uh, pro- providing us the opportunity to develop the type of lives we want and to help people in ways that we've never that we've never imagined before. So here are five predictions that I have seen will happen in the next decade. So one, we are going to see more private practices without a doubt. It's already happening, but we're going to see more private practices integrating online class online counseling into into um, their operations. And I really do believe that we will see more therapists adding to their brick and mortar practices and becoming, and this becoming the norm. Not as much as a phenomenon as it has in this past decade, because we've been talking about it, people have been doing it, but I believe that we will see more private practices that will be popping up um, and will be available all over the globe in ways that we haven't seen before. I believe that private practices will be growing faster and that more people will be helped. So one, the first prediction is that more integration of online counseling and private practice are going to be put into play. It's going to be put into play and that we're going to see more online uh, counselors just jumping in. Uh, Two, we're going to see outpatient clinics being impacted. Now, 
outpatient clinics it's a little it's a little um touchy because they have a lot of regulations that they have to follow according to the state that they're in but because of the precious desire for freedom of time we're going to see a lot of outpatient clinics trying to uh, lure therapists to a more fluid schedule nobody wants to be stuck in a nine to five anymore and i think that they're starting to feel that it's harder to hire therapists and um, the way that millennials are moving away from uh, this structured idea of what work looks like, um, they are changing, single-handedly changing the face of what a work schedule looks like. So people aren't just taking nine to fives like they did in yesteryear. They're not just settling for a strict hourly schedule. People are now challenging that. People want more time. People want to be able to schedule and go. And so I think that New generation folk are more daring. They're willing to fail before they succeed, unlike past generations. I'm thinking back to my own family, how they were like, when I started my practice, just get a job. You need insurance. You need this, or that, that, that. And although all those things were very important, I found myself willing to take the risk to jump and do things that really no other generation had done before me. And so I really did enjoy the fear factor that came with building and creating. And so um, with all of this happening uh, globally, really nationally, nationally, I'm, I'm thinking about people who don't want to work in outpatient clinic settings and, anymore. And so outpatient clinics, clinics, we are going to see them being forced to consider hiring contracted therapists more at a more uh, substantial rate. I do believe that's going to happen. We're going to see the face of outpatient clinics changing the way they do business. We've already started seeing it already. Another another thing that's going to be happening now, this is the third one. We are going to see more chatbots. Chatbots will be used to tend to the needs of people in emotional distress faster than waiting for a therapist in an appointment. It's already here. It's already here, but we will see more. We will see more chatbots. We will hear about them more often. Um, I just read an article by a woman named Shruti Venkatesh, and I don't know if I said her name correctly. I hope I did, but she wrote an article titled AI in the Future of Psychotherapy. It's a very interesting article if you're into reading this stuff, but I believe that uh, we are going to start seeing more bots being ran and tested, such as Eliza, but she crashed and failed. But currently... A chatbot that is up and running is Wobot by Facebook, which responds to people who are in emotional distress. And I read that Wobot engages in more than 2 million conversations per week, guys. More than 2 million conversations a week. Wobot is very busy. (laughs) So just so you know, when I looked at the ratings for Wobot, people are very happy with her or him or whatever assignment you give to this thing. But people are very happy with it. It has a 4.7 star rating. And so people find it very easy to use. It's available on demand. People find the texting Wobot back and forth very easy. They said that Wobot is empathic um, and reassuring. And um, I definitely see more types of of these bots popping up. So as empathetic as you may think you are, AI is already on this. They are developing these robots and chatbots now. The one thing that we have up on AI is that we have the humanistic features that, you know, build relationship and connectedness. So uh, as AI scientists are getting more aggressive with trying to develop these things, it still isn't efficient. 
So don't be worried. Wobot will not steal your job yet. <laughs> but um, as we move on, uh, the fourth thing I see changing is that there's going to be more apps for mental health for, for sure. Um, more apps for mental health will continue to be developed to help people with particularly their daily struggles, especially in between appointments when they can't see their therapists. I was just looking up something and um, um, I saw that SAMHSA has a, a suicide safe app so that uh, it has an app for therapists. So the the the, 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 the mental health apps that are being developed are not just for the people, but for the therapists who are seeing the people. And the cool thing about Suicide uh, Safe is that it has case studies on there. It gives you examples of uh, sample language. Um, I think it's just a really cool app that they've developed to help mental health professionals. So we're going to see lots of apps that are going to be continued to be de- that are going to continue to be developed to help mental health therapists. And lastly, I've talked about this on the podcast before in earlier episodes, but we'll definitely see video games, y'all. Now, listen, right now, as we speak, National Institute of Mental Health, they are on it. They are doing it. They are creating all types of video gaming systems, and they are um, watching them to see how they are working to decrease symptoms of anxiety, depression, PTSD. And it's so interesting. One of the actual studies I read reported that playing the video games actually reduced symptoms of depression, including one of the most prominent ones, which is rumination. Uh, And they were talking about how rumination is such a huge predictor of depression, but playing the video games uh, reduced that symptom. I thought that was phenomenal. So these are the five predictions that they are making for the next decade, but there are scientists also looking at things as, uh, I'm not going to say crazy, but things as uh, futuristic as having potential implanted AI technologies, which can possibly repair cognitive abilities to restore function in the areas of the brain that have been damaged by strokes and brain injuries. So they are getting tons of money to do this research, which I think is phenomenal, phenomenal. And um, it's just going to show, it just shows that our field is changing at such a fast paced rate. And we have to be very ear to the ground on these topics and these issues. And there's so much information out here. I implore you to read on these articles, read up on AI and the future of psychotherapy, read up on the integration of teletherapy uh, and how it's helping different populations. Uh, Read up on the impact that, you know, these video games have on these different types of uh, disorders and even how these chatbots have been added to even some therapists' uh, websites in order to engage clients when they visit their website to keep them engaged to schedule an appointment. It's here. So do not be left behind because this next decade is going to blow our minds. Stuff is going to be happening and a lot of stuff is, is just going to be brand new, fresh, things that have never been seen before. But We all know that it's coming and it's growing very fast. So stay in the know. Be encouraged to embrace technology. Be encouraged to learn something and to put yourself in a position where you might be a little uncomfortable so that we can help people in ways that we never thought we could. So guys, until next year, I will talk to you later. Be well. 
Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, please rate, subscribe, and share with a friend. Take care.